day in our lives where we're coming to worship our God and focus on Him at this last moment, our last opportunity to be together as the church. When we meet next year, we'll be in a brand new year. And to preach to us today, I am honoured to have our Auckland campus pastor, Pastor Ben Carroll, who has been part of this Arise journey literally since we began. Ben is a teacher of the Word. He is a man of God's Word. He is synonymous with our Arise journey, an amazing wordsmith who's helped us to shape so much of what we've done in Arise. He is an outstanding leader. What he's doing in Auckland is just another phase of the amazing gift that God has on his life, his beautiful wife, Anna. And I know today, uh, he's also a phenomenal leader, by the way. I just want to say, like what they're building already in Auckland is incredible. And today, you're about to hear a message from a man who's preaching always has revelation, poignancy, Get ready to write notes because you're going to get some nuggets of truth in this message that you're going to meditate on for days, weeks, and months to come. So no matter where you are, it's just what we do at Arise. Even if you're watching this alone, put your hands together. Go on, stand to your feet right now. And let's give a massive welcome to Pastor Benjamin Carroll. Take it away, big guy. Thank you, Pastor John. And a Merry Christmas to everybody. What an awesome intro that was. I feel uh, very built up by that, which is awesome. Because often after Christmas, you, you feel like you're brought low by the Christmas pudding. And, um, you know, Christmas time, maybe you've, you've been with friends, with family. Maybe today you're at the batch somewhere. In fact, this has got to be the most comfy Sunday, I think, of the year where you're lying on the beach with your smartphone, hopefully. or But wherever you are today, I, I really believe that God has brought us here for a reason. And um, we're going to have a great service today. I really believe that God is about to write a new chapter in our lives. And, and I'm, I'm excited. To be honest, I'm excited about the end of this year. Uh, I'm excited to see the back of 2020. Um, but I'm believing that next year is going to be unbelievable 2021 and um, wherever you are joining us today, why don't we pray as we open God's Word and just believe for Him to invade the space where we are. Father, we just thank You. Lord, we thank You that the end of something is the beginning of something new. Lord, You you close a door to open a new one. And Father, today, wherever we are, we gather as Your church. We gather as Your people. And we say, Lord, we're making room for You God, we're laying down everything that isn't of you to step into what you have for us. Lord, today we ask, Lord, that you begin to write a new chapter in our lives and in our hearts. We, we thank you, Lord, today in Jesus' name for what you're going to do. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Noah. That's great. Well, if you've got a Bible, today we're going to be turning to the book of Isaiah, the book of Isaiah today. And I'm excited to be Talking to you, a, a, a message today called A New Chapter, A New Chapter. In fact, turn the person wherever you are watching from today, and why don't you just elbow them and say, it's time to write a new chapter in your life. It's time to write a new chapter in your life. Isaiah chapter 43 in verse number 15, the Bible says this, I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator and King. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. 
I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives were snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I'm going to do. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I will make pathways through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. What a powerful passage of Scripture. You know, 2020 has been a year which we will never forget. What an incredible year. At the beginning of this year, it started with such joy and such expectation that we're going to do incredible things and, and, and incredible things are going to take place. But who could have foreseen that a COVID lockdown would befall us on, on mid-March and we would be in lockdown with our families and those closest to us, maybe with flatmates, maybe with people that, oh, just were a little bit hard to live with. And we end this year completely uh, having not known what would have happened. It's brought with it fear. It's brought with it uncertainty. It's brought with it doubt. And thankfully, at the end of the year, we get the opportunity to look back and see what this year has brought to us and close the door on one season and open the door to something new. And today, I really believe, you know, as I come to this service and come to this message, I was prayerful because I believe that for every single person hearing my voice today, and even for our church family, that it is actually time to begin to write a new chapter. It's actually over your life, prophetically, that it's actually time to turn the page on the old and begin to start to write a new page in your life. You know, I, I believe that for those that have been maybe bound in fear, it's now a time to start to write a new chapter of faith in your life. I believe those that have been restricted, have found financial restriction, that page is turned. You know, I believe over family conflict, the page is turned. I believe over unforgiveness in your life, over despair in your life, the page is turned and today is beginning, the beginning of a new chapter. It's time to dream again. It's time to believe again. And you know what might seem like an insignificant moment, the 27th of December, we're gonna believe is gonna be a significant turning point, a line in the sand moment where we begin to say, God is about to do something new. In this passage, God is writing to Israel and, and He says to them, it's nothing compared to what I'm gonna do. For I'm about to do something new. And before you even see it, I've already begun it. That's the thing about it is that sometimes with a new chapter in our lives, we actually have to call it out before we see it. You know, I can be speaking to us today and I can be saying, you know, God's gonna do something new in your life. But right now you feel like you're in the middle of something. Um, you feel like you're in the middle of despair, but actually God is already beginning to work in our lives. You know, um, I am a football tragic uh, and I am from England originally, so uh, that means that any time I come to support uh, or watch football, I'm inevitably going to be brought low. It's going to bring a heartbreak in my life. In fact, two years ago, we had the World Cup, and England reached the semi-finals of the World Cup, 
and uh, they reach that point and everything's going well and inevitably England lose in a penalty shootout uh, and it's just heartbreak hotel. Now, the thing is that you've got to know about being an English football fan is that being an English football fan is forever going to be defined by the team that won the World Cup in 1966. So England, any England team that goes after the 1966 team is going to be defined, oh, well, they haven't won the trophy like the 66 team. And even though the 66 team won the trophy, the World Cup trophy, like 40 years before, like, a lot of us are born, they will still be defined by that moment in history. They're still, mo- they're still defined to that moment in history. And I thought about it today is that often we can think the best days in our lives are behind us. Even the greatest moves of God in our lives are behind us. And often we can compare the past and let that define our future. You know, the greatest moments of financial blessing are in our past. The greatest moments of uh, of moving in God's presence are in our past. The greatest moments of our relationship over our marriage are in our past. But God's actually writing to Israel and He says, no, don't compare where you've been with where you're going. And, And I wanna encourage us today, let's not look at 2020 and say, oh man, Oh man, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to get worse. I actually believe that God is putting a prophetic voice in His people to say, it's time to write a new chapter over our church and over our families and over our marriages and over our relationships. Because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the nature of the kingdom is not to look back. It's actually to put our hands on the plow and to look forward. And Paul says it like this in Philippians chapter 3, verse number 7. He says, Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. God is saying, you may have seen victory, you may have seen blessing, but it's nothing compared to what I'm gonna do in your life. You know, the Israel, Israel's tale of walking through the Red Sea was one of, them, of their freedom and deliverance. Now, I want you to get this today. I want you to write it down that God is writing to them in the context of freedom, in fact, of their salvation. God is writing to Israel and He's saying, I've saved you and you've seen salvation by walking through the Red Sea. But this is what you need to understand, that you've walked through salvation, but where I'm taking you is purpose, where I'm taking you is freedom, and where I'm taking you is deliverance. And I just want to preach to us today that God has got more for us than saving us from death. He's got more for us than just saving us. He's got freedom for us. He's got deliverance for us. He's got breakthrough. He's got blessing. Come on, somebody, wherever you are today, you can give God praise that He's got breakthrough and blessing in store for you. And I guess I want to put it to us simply today that maybe you've made it through 2020 
And, and, and God's saying to you today, He saved you, but today He's got freedom, He's got deliverance for you. You've escaped death, and now it's time to live life. And, you know, God's call on our life is not just to escape, it's to live free. And you know, sometimes, sometimes we can feel like we're surviving, but God is not just into us just surviving. He wants us to thrive in life and to be blessed. And today I want to talk to us about how we can begin to write a new chapter in our lives. I want to talk to us about how we can turn the page on 2020 and actually begin to declare over 2021 that this is going to be a new chapter. Hey, listen, maybe it's a new chapter of creativity. Maybe you're a creative person listening to this message today and you felt stuck. You felt like there's a closed heaven over you. I want to prophesy that today there's a new chapter of creativity about to come over your life. You know, maybe there's a business person listening to this and you feel like, oh man, I've been hemmed on every side. You're turning the page today and saying, no, I'm going to write a new chapter, a blessing over my life in 2021. So let's talk about today how we can begin to write a new chapter in our life. Does that sound all right? Who's up for new miracles? Who's up for new breakthrough, for new stories and new testimonies of faith? How are we going to write a new chapter? Well, we see it in this verse today where, where um, the prophet is writing to Israel and, and he says, don't compare where you're going with where you've been. That's the first point today. The first point today is don't compare where you're going with where you have been. God says, forget all that. It's nothing compared with what I want to do. God's main, main word to Israel was that you can't compare where you've been with where you are going. Comparison is the biggest limiter over what God wants to do in your life. You know, the English football team is forever put a weight, of, weight on their shoulders because they're compared to the past. You know, I want to put it to you today that you can't compare where God wants to take you in 2021 to where you've been in 2020. You can't compare. It's nothing compared to what God wants to do. Get rid of comparison in your life. You can't compare what you, the life group that you're about to step into in 2021 with the one that you've been in this year. You can't compare the move of God that God wants. Stop compa comparing where you've been to where you want to go. You know, don't compare the move of God. This is the major key. You know, God, a lot of Christians live where they are stuck because they're waiting for what they've seen to happen, take place in their future. Come on, let's take off what we've seen. Let's not admit that we've seen it all and let's declare, God, where you're taking me is far better than where I've been. God has a new purpose for you and a new freedom for you. And sometimes we can limit God by comparing what He wants to do in our future with what He's done in our past. I'm speaking to somebody today that, that's maybe looking to compare um, the, 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 the freedom that they've seen in their family. You know, I want to put it to you today that God's got greater blessing in, in store for your family in 2021. And, and you can't compare what God's done to what He wants to do. It's, 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 it's two different things. It's two different paradigms, two different worlds. And we can't compare where we're going with where we've been. Secondly, we need to, if we're going to step into a new chapter in our lives, we need to let go and take hold. We need to let go and take hold. Sometimes we want the new without letting go of the old. 
We want to step into the new while still carrying the old. We want to step into freedom, but we're still carrying unforgiveness. We want to enter into faith, but we're still carrying doubt. We want to let go of the old. We want to let go to take hold. And letting go is all about surrender. I want to put it to you today that if you want to begin to write a new chapter in your life, you're going to let go. You need to let go of some things. It's not about just taking on more. It's actually about letting go of a few things. You know, my son, um, Austin, came up to me a few years ago in church and he was bawling his eyes out. He was crying and he was very upset. And he ran over to me and he wanted me to pick him up in his arms. But he was carrying, he'd been in the A-Team hub. We have at our church an A-Team hub where uh, our team gets served food and, and stuff before the service. And, and he had a lamington in one hand and he had an, a lemonade in the other. And he was carrying in his mouth his Woody um, from Toy Story uh, d- like uh, figurine. He had it in his mouth and he ran over to me and he was crying and he wanted me to pick him up. He's crying his eyes out and I'm like, buddy, I can't pick you up because I'm going to spill your lemon. You know, you're going to lose your lamington and Woody's in your mouth right now. So what did he do? He spat out Woody. He put down his lemonade and he put down his lamington and then I picked him up and I gave him a big hug because he'd hurt himself. You know, and I thought about it. It made me laugh because... I was thinking about the fact that sometimes with God, we're wanting God's presence in our life. We want Him to take hold of us and actually put His hand of blessing on us and actually to lift us up in His arms. But we're carrying so much. We're carrying the lamington of unforgiveness. We're carrying the lemonade of bitterness. And we're carrying the pride, the religious pride of of the Woody doll in our mouths. But God's wanting to say to us, you need to let go of unforgiveness. You actually need to lay down your bitterness. You need to let go of your religious pride. Because if you want to take hold of what God has for you in your life, it's not about accumulating more. It's about letting go. It's about minimizing. You know, and sometimes in life, you know, we can think that God's got more keys for us, more breakthrough, more steps for us. But it's, faith is not complicated. It's actually simple. And we need to let go if we're we're able to take hold. It's about letting go. You know, I I think about it is that sometimes spiritually God wants to give us a software upgrade. (laughs) Oh, it's so how annoying is it when the when it pops up on your phone, you cannot upgrade you cannot um, add more photos because you know you need to upgrade your software. It's so annoying. So annoying. I need a software upgrade. You know, but the thing is that with a software upgrade, what you need to do is you need to, you need to make room. You need to turn off your phone and you need to restart again. And you know, this is the season over this, over this holiday season where we need a, a heart software upgrade. Where we need to actually say, God, I need to create some room for you. What is it in me that I need to let go of? All of us have things that we need to let go of. What is the unforgiveness in my life that I actually need to let go of? What is the doubt? And maybe there's a fear of people in your life. Maybe there's a fear of what people think. You need to let go of it. Let go of it. Create some room for God. Shut down and then restart again. 
And I'm speaking to somebody right now that's been bound by fear this year. And I'm saying that you're going to let go of that fear and you're going to step into a new wave of faith in your life. You're going to let go of unforgiveness. Sometimes unforgiveness can be so hard to let go of because we want to be right. But unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person gets sick. You know, it's just poison to us. And sometimes we can gather things in our lives. And I, want, I, I feel really strongly to preach on this today because I know that we can walk through life with baggage. But at the end of our lives, we will regret the baggage that we carry. And we will never regret the baggage that we lay down. Come on, what is it that God wants you to lay down today so that he can, you can take hold of Him? Is it religious expectation? Is it spiritual pride? You know, maybe this might be a bit strong coming at you while you're sitting on the beach today. But I, I, I just want to put it to us today that God wants us to let go of some things so that we can take hold of Him and begin to write a new chapter in our lives. Take it to God. And, and finally today, God, you know, He would say to us, if we want to write a new chapter, firstly, that you can't compare where you're going with where you've been. You, you get rid of comparison in your life. You've got, you got to get rid of it. Secondly, you've got to let go. What are the things in your life that you need to let go of? What are the things in your heart that you need to let go of so you can step into Him? And finally, we need to look with new eyes. We need to look with new eyes. Don't compare. We need to let go and take hold. And we need to look with new eyes. I believe that if we are to step into a new chapter in our lives, we need to look at our lives with new eyes. New eyes. Our generation has been fooled into thinking that what we see is what we need. And let me just say that. Like, if I see it, I need it. I'm on social media. And if I see something pop up, I'm like, oh, I see that. I need that. In fact, this is why we all have Fiji holidays as screensavers on our, on our desktops. Because if I see that, that's, what I, that's where I want to be. And sometimes we can be fooled into thinking that a new location will give us a new outlook. If I'm somewhere else, or if I have something else, or if I have those shoes, if I have that haircut, hello in faith, um, if, I, if I have that, if I have that thing, if I'm there, I will get a new outlook. But the amazing thing about this passage is that God is writing to the Israelites and He is saying, you don't need a new location, you need a new outlook. You don't need to be somewhere else, you need to look at it differently. Sometimes we think a new location will change our outlook. But actually God is saying, no, it's not a new location, it's a new outlook that will change your location. Does that make sense? He's saying to us today, He's saying, I see a pathway where you see a wilderness. I see a river where you see a dry wasteland. You know, we just moved to Auckland and all I see when I go to Auckland is opportunity. But when I talk to people that maybe have been in Auckland for a little while, they say, you know, they'll say one thing they'll say to me. They'll say, oh man, the traffic. But the thing is that I don't see the traffic. I only see the great weather and the great beaches. And I see the opportunity and not the restriction. Wow. 
But when you've been in a place for so long, what you start to see is the restriction rather than the opportunity. But God wants to say over our location in 2021, I don't want to give you a new location. I want to give you a new outlook. Where you see a wilderness, I see a pathway. Where you see a dry wasteland, I see rivers flowing. Whether that's in your family, you see conflict in your family, I see, recon- I see reconciliation. Where you see restriction in your finance, I see blessing. And I prophesy that over us today, that God wants us to look with new eyes. Hey, come on, over your job, it's like, oh, my boss is horrible. Well, you're going to begin to declare over your, your, uh, over your workplace, where there's a wilderness, you're going to declare a pathway. God wants to make every crooked path straight. You know, the truth is that 12 spies entered into the promised land. 12 spies entered into that, that location. And they all brought back a different, well, 10 brought back one report to say, we can't take this land. And two brought back a report to say that we can take this land. And the truth was that every single one of them was right. Because the 10 that said that it couldn't be done, couldn't do it. But the two that said that it could be done, did it. And I just, I want to put it to us. Let's stop speaking over our location, where we are, over our family, even over our life. You know, we, we are the ones that put limits on our own life. The Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Do you know that you have the power of the living God living inside of you? And God wants the eyes of our heart to be enlightened to the, the, the miraculous power that is available to us. I'm passionate about it today because I, I think some people are stuck in a chapter because you're looking at your location with the same outlook. You know, the thing is that a holiday isn't actually going to fix it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but a lot of us are on holiday right now and we think that a holiday is going to fix it. But it's not a holiday that will fix it. It's actually the eyes of faith that will fix it. When I get back to my job, I'm going to see that I'm not just here for, I'm not just here on this planet for 80 years to clock in and clock out, but I'm actually here to make a difference to the kingdom of God. And when I do that, I'm, begin, I'm going to begin to get a new outlook. And I, I, as I was praying about this message today, I just wanted to prophesy over people. And I wrote down, I wrote down over uh, some things, some things over people today. And I, I don't know who this is, is for today, wherever you are in the world, wherever you're watching from, whether you're joining us. Hey, it might be cold where you are. I'm sp- I've been preaching like people are on the beach, but if you're in the Northern Hemisphere today, you're definitely not on the beach. But I, I wanna speak to somebody today that maybe finds themselves in a wilderness. And right now you feel like you are in a wilderness. You, are, you don't know where God is. In fact, there's people that have joined us for this broadcast today and you don't even know why you're here, but you thought, oh, I'm looking for hope. And today I wanna say to you that, that you've been looking at your wilderness, but God doesn't see you in a wilderness. He actually sees a pathway forward for you. And you've been, you've been stuck in your wilderness, but God is calling you to take a step, take a step. Somebody today, God is saying over you, where you see a crooked path, I'm about to make it straight. Some of us are away on holiday right now. and We're dreading going back to our location where we live. God is about to make a pathway where there's wilderness. 
Somebody today actually listening to this is feeling like you're in a dry, dry place. Maybe you've been walking with God for a long time, but right now in your walk with God, you feel dry. You feel limited. You feel, God, I can't hear you. I wanna prophesy today that God is about to bring a river in a dry wasteland. God is about to bring rivers of living water out from within you. And what is dry in your life is about to be unlocked so that river, rivers are gonna begin to flow out of you. In fact, rivers are gonna begin to flow out of you and your family. You're gonna get a new injection of faith over your life. But here's the thing. We need to stop looking at our location and thinking that our location is the fault. We need to actually begin to ask God, Lord, open the eyes of my heart. Open the eyes of my heart to see the possibility. Open the eyes of my heart to write a new chapter in my life. In fact, wherever you are today, I would love for you to just close your eyes right now. Maybe if you're on your own, you can stand to your feet wherever you are, but just adopt a posture of faith right now. And I wanna declare over your life today, today is the day of a new beginning. Today is the day of a new chapter. In fact, I see people turning over a page, turning over a page of despair and writing a new page of hope over your life today. I, 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 I prophesy today that those that feel dry are about to feel refreshed. Those that are feeling like you poured out this year, you've poured out, you've poured out. The Bible says that he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. And refreshing waters are about to flow in your life right now. I declare an open heaven, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, every person watching this today, Lord, that feels restricted, Lord, I declare an open heaven over their lives. And Father, right now, we just position ourselves for a new chapter. God, we, we actually turn from the old. Lord, we thank You for the great things that You've done. We thank You for the amazing things that You've done in our past. But God, we declare it's nothing compared to what You wanna do. God, there is new creativity. God, there is new blessing. There is new favour. And God, we receive it today. Lord, we make room. We lay down, we lay down what isn't of You to take hold of what is of You. And God, we choose, Lord, to ask that You would open the eyes of our hearts, that we would see You afresh today.